Today's podcast is presented by our friends at the Iowa State University Foundation, who are constantly trying to strengthen the Cyclone community. You can support tomorrow's big ideas with a gift today. Be loud, be proud, be a part of the movement, and donate to the college or a department that you are passionate about today. Loyal and forever true, let's all help Move What Matters by visiting MoveWhatMatters.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is a Williams and Bloom Wednesday here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. As always, we have a lot to get to. It is Cyhawk Week, 1-0 versus 1-0. We're going to break it all down. We have some games in the Big 12 we really want to pay attention to this weekend as well. But first, we want to thank our presenting sponsor, MacDyne, the MacDyne Corporation. They've been a great sponsor of everything we do here at Cyclone Fanatic for years now. Mechdyne is a collection of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. They are headed up by some great Iowa Staters. This is a worldwide company. They have offices all over the world. They're headquartered in Marshalltown. They specialize in AV and VR solutions, IT and audiovisual services, software services, engineered display structures, network infrastructure, and building security. Phenomenal people, a great place to work, mechdyne.com. That is M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. I also would like to thank our friends at Gravitate Coworking. You can check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Today, if you're tired of working from home, need to get out a little bit, see other people, they've got everything from, you know, just like, a desk that you can use when you go in there. You can you can even just have like a business mailbox if you want, or you really want to splurge and get after it, you can get yourself a full office. Go to gravitatecoworking.com today, and that's where you can find all of the great options around the Des Moines metro and really turning into a, a great Iowa company and locally owned by Cyclones, and we appreciate their sponsorship of the podcast as well. And last but certainly not least, I want to thank my friends at Mr. B Clothing. I've been going into Mr. B Clothing for, gosh, like 10 years now. I like the back room down there in Beaverdale. It's one of my favorite places to shop. Timmy Sitzman is my main man, and I want to give my condolences to the entire Mr. B family. As our guy, uh, we lost our buddy Mike, who's been a friendly face in Mr. B for so many years. We recently lost him, and uh, my heart was broken when I saw that. One of the great people, uh, you know, locally owned company. And when you walk in there, Mike was always smiling. So uh, Mike was a big sports fan, and I know that he's going to be watching the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones coming up on Saturday. He'll have the best seat in the house. So condolences to our friends at Mr. B Clothing. With that, let's fire up some English. And I'll bring in Brent Bloom to break down the Seahawk game and this week in Big 12 football.
Sports. Yeah. Uh, middle of the morning on Wednesday when we're recording this. I just feel like anymore you just have to date things. Yeah, who knows what could happen. Yeah. Just gotta, what just, fire is going to pop up today? It hadn't been a bad week as far as that goes. No. Just, you just never know. You just never know. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, Yale is coming to the Big 12. <laughs> right. Harvard is angling for the Big 10. <laughs> what helped the GPA? Did you see the Iowa president last week say that the Big 10 expansion <laughs> is not a cash grab? It's what just... I, mean, I listen... America as a whole is not probably the, the brightest country, but we're also not dumb either. No. Like, what are we doing here? Like between between that and then, like, the coaches, can you oh, just be, yeah, well, just, like, be a human being. Like, just, oh, what? Yeah. I, I'm, maybe I'm getting old. I'm like, guys, we see through all this stuff. <sighs> does somebody, does somebody think, and, and I know, and, and, and Nate Shieldhouse, love Nate. He said yesterday that both quarterbacks can play. It's like, well, Good. I mean, I, I'm guessing that's the goal. But again, let's just everything is. It seems like everything is coded anymore with just you know. That why do you think I loved Leach so much? Well, yeah. It's, at least honestly, like Dion, Dion can get on my nerves. But I'm like, it's kind of refreshing. Oh, he just, absolutely. He just kind of says what he thinks. Totally agree. Yeah. I'm reading Leach's book right now. I've I've read all these things about Leach, but I've never read his book. I can't believe you haven't read that yet. Yeah. No, I, I've always meant to, and I, and he. Told a story. It's one of the first chapters. He was like a high school baseball coach in Wyoming. <laughs> of course, he was. And they lo- like he didn't have a very good team. But what he would do is he would switch pitchers like five times an inning, <laughs> and he would always call timeout. And all they did was like bunt money and- ball before. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Moneyball. he was just bunting all the time. Oh, that's funny. Because he, his whole game plan was to just, just fuck with the other team. <laughs> Pardon my French. <laughs> it's so great. I that miss is, Leach so much. Yeah, like, it's I, hard to believe that it's... I think I've watched last year. every Leach press conference in the last, like, 10 years since he yeah. came back to Washington State. Like, I just... What a, what a ride. Yeah, we... we you, you We're losing characters. We, we don't are. like losing... Now they're all robots. The thing about Matt... Is he actually gives really insightful stuff if you ask him the right way? He's great. Honestly, the best he is all week is on that coach's show. No doubt. When Hark's asking him questions. Yeah, when Hark's at, like, nothing against the the press conference. I just don't even listen to it anymore. I don't get anything from it. I I would rather spend my 45 minutes listening to that coach's show to get actual information. I, I agree. FYI, especially, little pro tip for everybody. Especially once like injuries start to be a thing. You're just, you don't get anything. I'm not getting. I get why Matt. You get burned enough times. You're like, well, what's the point? But, it's the same cycle every head coach I've ever seen. TJ's falling into it now, where he just won't say anything. He, He's become a pro. TJ five years ago would talk, and now <laughs> it's it, it's weird. And, and I there's very little to gain in those settings. Prom was really good. He would t- he would actually give you a he would give you, he'd give you detailed basketball yeah. answers. Prom was one of the better talkers <laughs> as far as it, that goes. It's just interesting though how you're right as guys are here long enough. Fred didn't. Fred was pretty blah. Fred was blah, but he he had like a personality behind it. He yeah, jabbed he was the sarcastic. Reporter. Yeah, a sarcastic blah. I think TJ's got a little bit of that in him, or I think yeah. Matt's like just get it, get it over with. Let me talk to people I like. <laughs> you can yeah. 
I, again, I think Matt, if you if you get him on something he's kind of interested in, yeah, oh for sure. But if it's like, hey, what's your quarterback uh, injury situation? He's never. Nah. But you got to ask it. And he's so always going to praise the other team. Yeah, like you're just not going to get much bulletin board, which you, is which is good, honestly. Like weeks like this week. When you got that Iowa receiver, was it a receiver who kind of stepped Seth, in a little bit? Seth Anderson, yeah. It was like, what do you see from Iowa uh, State? And he's like, I th- see a lot of opportunity. Do you think that was trash talk, or do you think that was just a guy who didn't really know what to say? I think it was the latter, but... Okay. What is he, what do you, but if you're Iowa... What is he supposed to say to yeah. that question? I don't know what to... Like, of course he sees opportunity. Why? He's a confident yeah. kid. But, I, but again, I, I can see how now well, I you pick s- up on that and you go, oh, this guy's talking trash yeah. on the Iowa State defense. Hassel's already texting me, oh, we got to hit on this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think just, that kid's talking he trash. Does, I just, like, he, does, he didn't know what else to say. Yeah, I really, like, I'm looking at this... He seems to be a nice young seems man. Like he, he was saying it with a smile. Like, I yeah, don't know. He, I don't, he just looked uncomfortable to be. I don't think he's talking shit to TJ I, Tampa. I don't think he is I either. really don't think that. And if TJ wants to think so, then good yeah, for TJ. Then that's great. Yeah. Let's let's go. Let's play the game. Yeah, I, this week, I, the more this week goes on every year, I just, I try and tune it all out and just, just get me to Saturday. I feel Says you. the guy that has two podcasts this week with you, but you, <laughs> you get it. Yeah, but like, I don't yeah. care about any of the extra stuff neither, anymore. Neither I just do I. don't care. And, and I really, 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 I did a podcast with John Miller last night about this on Iowa Everywhere. But like the the former president being there is just makes it oh, so much yeah, worse yeah. because it's like there's so much tension there's around an edge anyway. Yeah, and talk about somebody good or bad. He's just yeah. going to add. He is gasoline the most to the divisive. Like it's it's not a partisan thing. He just is. He's a freaking polarized like individual right yeah i saw that I'm like oh man even man. in the gop now he's polarizing right because yeah. you're either like desantis or just my <laughs> point is now now we're gonna have all these like political science students protesting everywhere oh he won't be the only candidate there too there's gonna be more oh i'm sure oh, you think God. about it jeez what's the be- iowa what's the best place to see a hundred thousand iowans in one place man i would argue though Oh, they will, they will be out in full force, guaranteed. I, well, that one year, remember Marco Rubio came on my radio show? Yep. And he was trash-talking Florida State because yep. he's a Florida guy. Yep. And he made the comment, what did he say? He goes, Florida State is just for people who couldn't get into Florida. Florida yeah, or it, whatever it was. It was something like that. And it made it to Fox News. Like, they ran me and Ross Peterson interviewing – Oh, it's Marco good. Rubio. It's going to be a, a complete circus on Saturday. Complete circus. God. You, and you throw the ticket thing on. T- oh, it's like, oh, my oh my goodness. It it may be more of a... Now, game day, both... The last two games in Ames yeah, both no, had game day. At least day. there's no game day. At least day. there's no game day. <laughs> at least Eric Church isn't going to be... Yeah, Ashton Kutcher isn't riding in on a tractor. Flying in on a helicopter. My goodness. What a time to be I like. Alive. I honestly, I like this game. I like the game. I like the RVTV aspect of it. Wasn't that fun on that Monday? was that was a blast. Oh, was when fun. people are coming up and they they're as I think Murph and Andy were talking about it yesterday. And and the more you you get off Twitter or X or whatever, you see it. People are just friendly. Like it's it's a friendly it's, thing. Yes. Now I, I wanted to give a shout out to Alec. Did you meet Alec? 
I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lives in Waukee. Yes. He's a big listener. Met him for the, he bought me an Ames lager. Was very kind nice. of him. Nice. Very nice, Alec. Very nice to meet him. I had a nice chat with him and his, him and his wife for a while. Very cool. Fun. But yeah, I mean, people most, like, I've written, I've told the story before. My, my mom grew up in Iowa City. She went to Iowa. My twin brother went to Iowa. I was born in the U of I hospitals. Like, for most people, this is a friendly, fun deal. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so negative. Unfortunately, the worst can come out in that same sphere this week, and we've seen some of it. It hasn't seemed as bad as years past because I don't think anybody's nobody's super confident. confident about this game. I feel so. I've watched the Iowa State game a couple times now. I've watched the Iowa game once. I didn't watch it much more than that. Uh, I I do feel really good about this Iowa State team. Like just in general, we 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 hit on this on Sunday, but like when you look at the rest of the Big Twelve when you look at the power ratings right now, and they don't mean a ton after week one, but, sure. I, but I don't think Iowa States will change a lot because of the defense. Like, I, I think it's going to be a pretty straight line. Generally, if you can stop the run, and yeah. it seems that this Iowa State defense should be able to do that based on history and the, and the talent, the defense should be pretty good because you know the secondary's got guys. So, yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, I, feel, I feel like the... The baseline for this Iowa State team is a really solid defense. And if you get improved special teams, which we saw in week one, it's yeah. not a guarantee, and the offense just takes a step forward, you're gonna you're gonna be there in most games. The Iowa aspect's really weird. I, I don't know what to make of Kirk Ferentz's comments. Like my my theme of the offseason has been that all of these coaches coaches and administrators, really minus Jamie Pollard, he I wouldn't put him in this mix, but they're all liars, right? Like, they're as far as to the media and like they're they're not telling There's the truth. Not much to gain from them being honest. No, and they don't have to. They don't have to be. Like Nobody's I, holding them at, accountable. I've had, I've had conversations with coaches about this, and I'm like, I, and because it, it pisses me off when they'll tell you something and then do the opposite because it makes you look dumb. Yeah. But their their response is well. It's not a rule. Yeah, we're trying to win. We're, yeah, we're we're trying to. My keep, job is to win games. So I can't really fault them. What do you make of the Kirk Ferentz saying that there will be no quarterback sneaks for Cade McNamara? I think he's really hurt. Oh, there's like, no, there's I think no he's doubt. Play, but I think he's really hurt. There's no doubt. It's a huge impact on the game because I mean, here's the deal. I mean, say what you want about Iowa State's offense, special teams. Special teams will be a factor clearly, but the game, in my opinion, comes down to. Can Iowa run the ball? Simple as that. Uh, because let me run some numbers at you. Last okay. year, C-Dub, Iowa was fifth worst in the entire nation in yards per carry at 2.92 yards per game. I mean, they were a full yard worse than Iowa State. And we knew Iowa State was really struggled to run the ball. This year, through one game, it's only one game, but Iowa against Utah State, not exactly a staunch defense, Ran for 2.4 yards per carry. That's worse. Mm -hmm. I don't care if Cade McNamara is John Elway or Dan Marino throwing the ball. If you can't run it, you're just, it's going to be hard for them. And he's no threat to run. Because he can't run now either. Yeah. And so I keep looking at this game. I'm like, man, it's going to be a struggle for both teams to move the ball. So who manufactures first downs and yards with special teams? With special teams. Yeah. You know, I just. 
and maybe Iowa State gets a little more exotic, but you don't you want to put Rocco Becht slinging it forty times a game? That won't happen either. Um, so again, I, I just think if Iowa State can stop the run, I think I like Iowa State's chances. I really do. I think it, it comes down to who can run the ball. And what doesn't get talked about enough, and I know we, the, the local media is talking about how bad Iowa State's offense was, and everyone blames Spencer Petrus for last year for Iowa. It was their run game. I think Spencer Petrus would have been just, he'd been okay if they could have run the ball. They, they couldn't run the ball last year, yeah. and through one game they can't now. So what what has changed? What why what has what's the growth there for them? If you can't run the ball in college football, it doesn't matter. Like even even Leach was running the ball, right? Like you or at least having the short oh, passing game. Yeah, I mean it sets up everything for for these teams. We feel like it, what Phil Longo did over the weekend. Now they weren't that impressive. They were terrible in the first half. They ended up running for like 320 yards at Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's and exactly. that's a quote unquote air raid. That's not a true air raid, but it still. doesn't. It, I guess at the end of the day, if Iowa can't run the ball, if Iowa State can't run the ball, you're looking at a 10-7 game. You just like both teams need to run it. This game's gonna come down to who makes a mistake yeah, these, in special teams. These tight ends are gonna have a huge day for both of those teams. Because yeah. yeah, I just like are any of these are they? I don't think Iowa's like passing game is gonna have a lot of success on that secondary. I, I don't see it. I and, don't, and I, and, and if you get into that spot, that's where Iowa State loses the game, in my opinion. If you're making Rocco throw it across the middle and do all totally that, totally agree. I mean, that's what terrorized Brock Purdy in this game. He tried to do too much, and he can't do that. It, it's going to be really. I just, man, I just this going to complete grinder. I mean, that over under at thirty six. I was like, man, I that is so low, but I get it. This is going to be as. Just didn't a root Iowa, canal. Didn't Iowa have a game in like the twenties last year? Yeah, for like the Illinois game was like twenty nine, <laughs> and it went under. It's amazing. This no, this thing is just shaping up to be a complete slugfest all the way around. And I, it doesn't get brought up enough. I was just going to say it. Since Doyle left as the strength and conditioning coach, they have not been the same on the offensive line. No, they haven't. And, and and why magically are they? They haven't been good for two and a half years on the offensive line. I don't, and I don't. It's not like they have a bunch of NFL guys. They they had an NFL center in Linderbaum two years ago, and they were still bad. Mm-hmm. So what has changed? It's not like their scheme has gotten better. Now, famous last words. I'm sure maybe I will run for 250 yards on Saturday, and I'll look like an idiot. But you know, I just the data says that both teams are really going to struggle to run the ball. I think so that I, who makes the mistake? I think I'm going to pick Iowa State. What changed from last year? What well, has changed last from last year, year? Iowa State did everything it could to lose that game, too. And outgained them by double. And almost lost. But Iowa State was clearly the better team last year. The one thing I do worry about, though, is because last year's Iowa State team, you're right, outgained them by double a lot. But it was also more of that style that bothers Iowa. Sure, with Hutchinson. Yes. Hutchinson had a huge day. And you know, catching and everything, a lot more probably confidence in Hunter to throw it. Yes, yeah. that's a that's a good point. So, like where I see this going on Saturday is you're going to have twin tights, you know, Klosky or what? Right? What? What's the tight end? Is that his name? Klotz. 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 Stevo. Yes. Yeah. He's going to be. You know, he'll be. It, it just feels like you're playing more into Iowa. We've seen this before. The, the Purdy year with the when you had the three tight ends, and it's like Iowa does pretty good against those type of teams. 
You're so right. that that's my concern schematically is that Iowa State is more, and I think it'll benefit them more in the Big Twelve. Agreed, because you just don't see a lot of that in the Big Twelve. But it against Iowa, it's like they're not going to do anything. Iowa's not prepared for. Well, and it's almost like who who has the playmaker to actually do something? You know, is it is it Norton? Is it Sama? One of those guys break a play, or for Iowa, is it Caleb Johnson, who was pretty quiet in Week One, but it's a yeah. really talented kid. Or is it one of their new receivers that nobody knows about I, yet? I, I don't yeah, know. It's just like, that's where it's weird to me because the combo of Iowa State's defensive line and that secondary, that... It would seem it, to match it, be a problem for Iowa. I look at the tight ends and like I love like the Verdone matchup there too. Like He can come up and... So right? can Freeler. I mean, they got... I mean, Iowa State, just based on paper... They're gonna have to stop the run. You're right. You gotta stop the run. You You're do right, that. Brent. You're right. You do that, Chris. Then I mean, give me Cade McNamara in third and long all day if I'm Iowa State. I, he can't move. You send all st- sorts of stuff he's never seen before, and then you yeah, got he hasn't seen a lot of dime stacks in the Big Ten. Right. You get sharks on the back end ready to make a play. All right. You convinced me. I Iowa don't know. State's I mean, by ten. I just <laughs> I keep looking at this game like wait. Honestly, I understand why Iowa's favored. Like, I get it from a perspe- from a national perspective. But Iowa State, C-Dub, outgained Iowa. Let me get the exact numbers. They're a bigger year. favorite than I thought they would be. I, I, I kind of thought after the um, games on Saturday, I thought it would be three. Or a yeah, little. I thought it would be, I I thought thought it be, be around the number. I did. Yeah. Because Iowa State should get some for home field. Four seemed high to me. Last year, Iowa State outgains Iowa 313 to 150. It wasn't close. It wasn't. Now, has Iowa gotten that much better? I, boy. I mean, McNamara, I guess. But if he can't move, then, then what's, the, what's the huge difference there? And Iowa State, clearly special teams were better in week one. I, I mean, I, again, I understand Iowa won a bunch more games last year than Iowa State. I just I when I see both teams talent wise, I don't think it's I don't think it's a huge difference. Well, it's that time of year where we're gonna encourage you to get your will. <laughs> Saturday might be the end of a lot of us. We don't make fun of heart attacks on this show because they could happen to any one of us. Oh man. Hopewoodjd.com. My buddy Hope. She's fantastic. You need to get a will by Saturday. She, will in a day. Well, you can do a will in a day. You are in luck. It's called Willing Today. You can go on hopewoodjd.com. You can schedule an appointment at the upper right. She literally makes you a will in a day. Fantastic. This is all she does. She's the best at it. Hopewoodjd.com. I'm guessing that she will be there on Saturday repping the Cardinal and Gold. Also, our friends at Kelderman Manufacturing. Kelderman.com is where you can go to check out their bigger, bolder, better quality line of quality products. I like looking at all these badass trucks all over Kelderman.com. But we really want to tell you today about their agriculture products as it's we're getting close to harvest season here in the great state of Iowa. The down corn reel uh, that it was Gary Kelderman, Jeff's dad, invented back in 1977 is a phenomenal piece of equipment. It's been helping farmers get the most out of storm damaged corn for over 45 years. Learn more about it at Kelderman.com. These guys farm themselves. They test out all their equipment. It is quality, quality stuff. 
and you need to remember them. Well, frankly, Brent, when shit starts to break. <laughs> remember our guys at Kelderman Manufacturing. Wanted to run through some of these interesting Big 12 games. Yeah, it what a what a great week. It's a really nice weekend. It's, this is fun. Uh we'll start with Kansas hosting Illinois on Friday night. So Daniels didn't play in week one for Kansas. Illinois had to kick a game winning yeah. field goal to beat Toledo. Yeah. Feels to me like one of those games too. Do, do, do you see this a lot from week one to week two where everybody will just like overreact? Yes. And maybe I should, that's why I was like, I caution what I just said about Iowa struggling to run the ball. I could yeah. be proving an idiot real fast. So yes. I, I acknowledge that completely. This is a really good test for Kansas, I think, early. Because I, I like Bielema as a coach. I think he's a pretty sharp guy. And I, I think that they're going to make a pretty big jump from one, one week to another. I think this is a fascinating game because Kansas, as good as it is on offense, was horrible again last year against the run. And Illinois wants to just beat you up. Doesn't the – just your gut – like, you look at it at first and you go, oh, play Kansas. But I'm kind of, like, leaning towards maybe taking Illinois in the points in my in my pick competitions. I think, I think so. It's just – you're looking at – this is a game where the clock rules will be interesting to follow. Yeah. And Illinois just wants to suck the ball. Oh, my God. Think about that with the Iowa game. Iowa the State. game could be over in two hours and 45 minutes. Jeez, Christmas. <laughs> It's going to be unbearable. <laughs> At least it's not going to be 95 degrees or lightning delays where fans run on the field. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember those idiots? <laughs> that game two years ago gets more and more surreal. I thought they were going to cancel the game. Or was that four years ago? I don't. I thought they were going to cancel the game. It was four years ago. Four years ago. And then the, the Iowa State punt return team ran into each other. I, I'll I'll take it to my grave. Iowa State wins that game if they just play right through without the lightning delay. Oh, they were they were kicking they were, the shit they were out, moving of it. it. Yeah, yeah, man. There's regardless. It's been a lot of weird games and names in this All right, series. So Kansas, yeah. Illinois. Like I, I, I think I, it's, I think Illinois is an interesting play here. Fascinating to me. Um, Baylor is hosting Houston. The Baylor <laughs> thing is heated up on Dave Aranda really fast, which is crazy. But I I understand it. I guess. They had a bummer of a year last year. and They're like talking about firing him. The people in Texas are not patient at all. That's a bad loss. We're probably going to see two backup quarterbacks in this game. Yeah, because Shapin's out for... Shapin is out for two to three weeks When does Iowa State play them? Um, Is that going to be his first game back? Or is that later in the year? I I don't know. I've got to look it up. I just think... I mean, Shapin... Shapin was good in that game too. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they have as far as depth at, at the quarterback spot, but talk about a brutal start to the year for. for uh, Iowa Baylor. State gets Baylor the night Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving Halloween weekend. So okay, so Shapin should be back, but he should be back and ready to go. But yeah, like I mean, I that was I told you on fr- on Sunday night. I thought that was one of the biggest upsets I'd ever seen. If you know anything about Texas football, like Texas State doesn't even belong on the. Same and field. To give up forty points to a team like that. Well, and with, Dave Aranda's a, a defensive guy. That's the problem. And I, I, I look like an idiot because I had they were one of my flyers to win the Big Twelve. Same. That was my like deep cut all summer, and that looks again. I can look like an idiot real fast. Thanks, so Baylor. That one's coming up. Um, the other one I kind of had circled 
because we don't know anything about Cincinnati for multiple reasons. One, they're one of the new guys. Two, they're so new. Yeah, and they've got all these new players and a new coach. They're at Pittsburgh, who I think is pretty good. I agree. But this Emory Jones is just talented enough at quarterback that he could be a, you know, bit of a game changer for Cincinnati. Absolutely. Absolutely. Emory started his career at Florida, played quite a bit at Florida, and now he's found his way after a couple other stops to Cincinnati, and he put up a bunch of numbers. He's 23 years old. He's one of those players where, you know, kind of like Seneca was for Iowa State back in the day, that he can single-handedly keep you in a game. He also might turn the ball over a bunch and take yeah. you right out of a game. Yeah. But Emory Jones, is you're right, he's a game changer one way or another. The other overreaction spot, I think, to really keep an eye on is Oregon at Texas Tech. Yeah, and also, I like this game a lot. Also, UCF at Boise. Like I, I think you could see massive overreaction in both of these games. The one that UCF is like the second coming yep. of, you know, the Reggie Bush US right. SC years, and then like listen, Tech didn't look good, and I and I don't really know where I'm at on them. I'm not, but man, I, I think that a lot of people will overreact to losing a game at Wyoming that's really hard. To kick off your season there. Yep. We all should have bet our mortgage on Wyoming in that game, looking back on it. Yep. Well, and then you look at Oregon, and they're riding high. I mean, a lot of expectations. Bo Nix is this Heisman candidate. They played Portland State, which is basically Bondurant High School, and they put up 81. You're literally going from a high school team to a really good Big 12 team. On the road in Lubbock. Yeah, I just I I, I think not, this is a horrible spot for Oregon. I'm not ready to say Texas Tech sucks. No, I'm not. E- I mean, they they have recruited really. Well. They've got guys now. They took a nap in the second half. They got they they this should not have happened. But C Dub, talk about getting refocused in a year. Like you need some adversity right away. I think Texas Tech comes out all hands on deck. Night game in Lubbock. No, thank you. If I'm Oregon, no, thank you. Do you have anything on UCF? It's scary, a scary game for them, I and mean, they they look good. I thought I think John Reese Plumley may be the most underappreciated quarterback in the country. Uh, really good player. They're, they I just that's a weird game though. They feel really Big Twelve ready to me though with Malzahn. Like he, I mean, this is a guy coming from the SEC. Totally, he's, he's been treating UCF like an SEC program to get them ready for the next step. Yep, and yep. they just seem like they're a. Worst case, middle of the pack. I would. It'd be interesting to know what the updated odds to win the Big Twelve are. Let me see if we can pull them up real quick. Uh, UCF is moved up to fifth in most places. Wow, so it hasn't. Yeah, it's pretty pretty big. What did Baylor drop to? Baylor's now uh, right there with Iowa State. Well, okay. here we go. No, here we go. So Texas, OU, K State, Tech is still four. UCF, which is right on with what we think, not to overreact yep, to that one. Yep. UCF, Kansas, Oklahoma State, then TCU, wow. Baylor, Cincinnati, Iowa State are all tied with BYU, West Virginia, and Houston. So, I would also not overreact to the TCU loss. Like, no, I don't know what they're going to be, but one gets the feeling that Prime kind of put everything into that game. Yep, I you know. Yeah, I would. In fact, that's why Nebraska and Colorado is an interesting game, too. All right. 
teams that lose in week one, you need to grow up real fast. And a lot of those teams will make the adjustments faster than the teams that won, if that makes sense. Well, and I, I kind of trust Rule to... I, I do too. Solidify that a little he more had, than I would of the other guy. Yeah, he, he hasn't lost the team yet. You getting tired of the Colorado talk yet, though? Yeah. It's yeah. gotten... We, we've jumped the shark. We're, we're getting a little lazy with we, our, our coverage. We've got Texas-Alabama this week, and all you're hearing Here's about Dion. is Dion yeah. and, and Nebraska. It's, it's turning. It's not quite as bad. It's like, what else do you talk about? We'll talk about LeBron. and that, I mean, Dion's turning into LeBron in college football. I, w- I would make the final point here on our Big 12 conversation that what happens in Tuscaloosa on Saturday will greatly impact the Big 12 race. Yes. Now, it's not going to make or break anything, but... The question with Texas is always, you know, motivation. And if they win this one, watch out because they're a legitimate national title contender. This is an interesting game. If they win, then they it's almost like they get that extra gear yep. that they haven't had yet. If they lose, though, then does it's, the thing... What if they lose by 14? Then they're okay. If they get destroyed... Does the thing, do they lose the mojo in, in Austin? It's certainly possible. It's possible. Because, again, they're all geared up for the SEC. This is an SEC game for them. I don't know. So, speaking of Iran getting heat, if Stark gets blown out by Tex, or by Alabama, you might start to see some of it. You know what the this other game is? This is a scary is. game for them. It's a scary game for Texas. One other one is the Oklahoma is like a 17-point favorite over SMU, who's pretty good. Yeah, they're good. Like that's a pretty good team. I, yeah. Like our, our, we're completely overreacting to Oklahoma beating up on whoever that was. Yeah, Arkansas and State. Venables is in the same spot. Like you, one misstep, you're getting all sorts of heat. What a fascinating league this year. I, it's great. I'm. And so, this is this is a great week. I, too. Honestly, if I, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking out loud. I almost wish I was just on my couch. I'm the same way. Channel flipping. With the chaos that could be in Ames. It'll be it'll be a great time in Ames. Don't get me wrong. I'm just not a chaotic person. I don't like all the the I stuff am not going on. I'm my camper and, and yeah. I might sit inside most of the <laughs> yeah, time. Just, no, just don't take me outside. It sounds like the ticket situation had some more clarity yesterday. It didn't give me a lot of faith that it's going to be a lot better. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it'll be, they'll, they'll no doubt be better, but. At least people won't all get there at once. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if... I mean, I, I listened to Jamie's interview with, with Keith and Andy, and he was exactly what you'd expect. He's very honest and forthcoming, but it's like, I've been to that Cyhawk game enough times, telling people to get there 45 minutes early, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I'm sure some people will. A well, person like my s- dad will. Yeah, there's going to be so much happening everywhere for Saturday. Yeah, now I'm you, glad it's two thirty. I mean, you maybe spread it out a little bit more. People yeah. get in there at twelve thirty. I would almost advise Iowa State to let people in whenever they want to get in. You know, maybe because what generally opens what an hour and a half before. Not two know, hours. Two it, hours. Okay. Uh, no, hour and a half. You may be right. So it's going to be a. It'll be a circus. This uh, this this series has a way. Is the Iowa band coming? Nobody's asked that question. Yet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Chris, ask the hard questions. <laughs> what are you doing for during the week? Is the Iowa band coming? If today? they are, they better be in the balcony. <laughs> Put their asses up there. <laughs> Running their mouths. 
don't so, listen to instructions. I had to laugh out loud when uh, somebody was making fun of Iowa State's Wi-Fi actually improving for the first time. And I saw an Iowa State fan and said, well, good. Maybe the Iowa band can use their phones to follow directions. <laughs> and I, I laughed out uh, loud. This, this game. You know what? Are you for this game? Would yeah. you be? What about no, a two on? What about a two on two off situation? No, I'm I'm all in. All right, you got to play the game. That's what the sports all about. I, I agree. We we weren't our parents and stuff weren't bitching in 1990. Oh, don't play the game. People are too mean to me. No, you just see it more because it's on Twitter. Yeah, just play the damn game. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, talk to me on Sunday morning. Play the feel, game. I might feel differently. Without these games, college football is not the same. We need as many of these games as possible. It's true. Just can we eliminate some of the circus? I mean, I'm all for circus elimination <laughs> tactics, but good luck. That's part of the deal. Part of the deal. I'm a realist. Okay. Like, you know, here's the thing like with the Iowa band. So they didn't listen to instructions. Correct. Does that mean that they should be. Band. Allegedly assaulted? No, no, but no. The rules and the the instructions are there for a reason. When there's sixty thousand pissed off people who have been drinking all day, bad things will happen. Especially after a long game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't you know? Con- yeah. Be smarter. It's like don't stick out in the crowd. Don't blow your tuba in somebody's face. It really, you know, you want to bitch about this game? Blame Dan McCartney. He started winning. Yeah. It wasn't a problem. That's a, in the, that's a great point. You know? Man, I remember going to games in the 90s in Ames. It was it was half Iowa I, fan. I was a, a... People know this. I grew up an Iowa fan. We had tickets to Iowa games. We went to many... We often would skip the Iowa State game because it wasn't worth the drive to Iowa City because you knew they would win by 50. Oh, yeah. Right. I see what you're saying. You yeah. know what I mean? I've been, to, I've been to several Iowa State, Iowa games and... Kinnick in the nineties, not fun. A oh, horrible. So Cedric Shaw just blame Dan McCarty. Well, no, he won you're, that game in ninety eight. You're right, man. That game gets more important by the day. My doesn't opinion. it? I'm, I I don't know if Mac's going to be back. I've heard he's going to try and be back. I don't. I'm, so hopefully he's there. It just adds to the fun to have Coach Mac in the house. Got anytime you can get Mac hanging out. It's yeah, a good it's thing. a good thing. But yeah, I'll, but Chris also get some recruits in town. I mean, it's it's good again. You're right. The thing about this game, and if you just get away from the circus, it has the atmosphere is so good. It helps Iowa State in so many ways peripherally. It looks great on TV. The energy is amazing. It's great for recruits, both football and basketball recruits. I think sometimes we get too caught up in the stuff, and this is a net win for the state. It really is. And so I think you protect it. Now, it, it, it really sucks if you lose the game because then you have to hear it. Yeah, um, but even this year proves. I mean, I would say dominated the game yesterday, last year, and people are still thinking I was going to roll net in local media. Yeah, so maybe it really doesn't matter that much as we think. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. You have See final you. prediction, or are you going to save that? For I'll later save that for my pregame. I am going to pick Iowa State to win. Yeah, I, man. I just again, what changed from last year? Iowa State. 20 to 14. I like it. 17. Feels like there's got to be an Iowa field goal at some point. How many Chase Contreras? Is we have a Chase Contreras shaggy game? 
I just want to keep that Brian Barron's number low. <laughs> That's going to be great theater as we go down the plank. He's Brent Bloom. My name's Chris Williams. Mechdyne. Appreciate them sponsoring the program. See y'all in Trice. See you guys on the over the weekend. Cheers. Cheers.